Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Black Girls Living. You're joined with Vic. And Jasmine. And we've got some special, special guests in the building. Do you want to introduce yourselves, lovely ladies? Do you want to go first? Hi, I'm Natalie. I'm Melissa. This is so embarrassing. Oh, why is it embarrassing? Do you know why? Because obviously, we know you lot, so I'm like, okay, coming on the podcast. <laughs> do my podcast voice. <laughs> if you go, <laughs> podcast voice. Everyone says that. They're like, do, um, like some people who do podcasting, they're like, do I sound different on the mic? Do I not? Do I not? Mm. Do we sound different? I don't think no, so. I think you no? guys are quite natural. Alrighty. Uh, if you guys don't know, these two beautiful ladies do Black Girls Book Club and they've been doing it mm-hmm. since 2016. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. Yeah, That's a long time. time. It's like a whole five years. Yeah. It's five years soon, actually. Wow. fifth birthday, yeah. Oh, yeah, this month. Mm. This month is five years of BGBC, doing up BGBC. Wow. Mm. What are you guys going to do to celebrate? Well, we have a book's come out, right? Mm. So with the book, I kind of feel like... Casual been... flex? Yeah, you know, just drop just it. Drop it. <laughs> the black girl's guy's blowing up. But no, I feel like with the book coming out, I think this whole year is mm. about the book. Yeah, so I yeah. don't feel like you can just bit down to a day. Mm. It's entire celebration. So I've been doing like a lot of this year, mm. just celebrating all these little small little successes before mm. I start getting to this point. So I think the whole year has been a celebration for me. There haven't been, there's been some highs, there's been some lows, but I think overall it's just been a really nice year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. We haven't made. We, we should have done something. We should have thought of something, right? I think, yeah, like you said, the book. The book was the flex. Do you know so. what? I'm so gutted that we couldn't go to your um, launch party. Because yeah. you, yeah, you. you guys... for you. Oh, shit. I was in <laughs> Brighton. I was in I was in holiday. And I was okay. in Bristol. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but we both went in... Yeah, no. We, we have to home... Ah, let's go. Did you not trust us? No, because you lot for a mean party. To be fair, we didn't throw this party. Did you not? The publisher... What are you saying? It's not... It wasn't given... Okay, okay. what happened, I said to my publicist, I just need you to understand. The rep. I was like, in terms... Yeah, the rep. You need to understand who we are, but I was like, in terms of the launch, every single book launch I've been to, it's literally just been men with socks and sandals and warm wine. Mm. And she's like, don't shame me. Mm. And she's like, okay, bet, I got you. It's like, Melissa, it's like the standard for the rooftop. It's like, okay. <laughs> but the way that she went in this party, it was no, it had stunning. to because these lot are known for throwing a mean, a mean, mm. a mean party, a mean brunch. Like I think I went to one of your I think I went to one of your first Yeah That was such a, That was the, probably the first One of the first events I went to With just black women It was such mm. a good vibe I met so many different Types of people People I speak to, to, to today You know Alexis mm-hmm. um, Alexis uh, She wrote What's the book That Alexis wrote um, It was about the The woman It was about goddesses is it Alexis? Oh, I'm talking wait, about, about right? Alex, right? Alex. Why am I calling her Alexis? Oh That's my god! Like, Alex. What well, things? Alexis would suit her, but yeah, would, yeah, 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 yeah. That book about the um, oh my god. Yeah, yeah that's like, it. That was about, it. Like Greek mythology yeah. and whatnot. I met her cool. there. It's just I met so many people there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I can't lie. It's really mad because I'll meet people and they'll say, you know, like my best, best, best friend, I met one of your brothers. Wow. And like, there's so many women that I didn't even realise that came to like the, to the first brunch, but a lot of our events. So when I was kind of doing some research in terms of who's been coming to these events, mm. like who, who's like over the, like, the past few years and the amount of names that are popping up, I'm like, wow. These people actually came quite yeah. humble because some of them are like big authors mm. or people doing really, really big things. But they just came and they just, uns- they kind of understood the assignment. It's just about celebrating our sisterhood mm. and who we are as black women rather than you're coming in the space saying, I am this and I do that and this is what mm. I've done in my life. It was very much just there and just enjoying. So even some of the friends that kind of we met along the way, 
like years later that I found out they've got these big, 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 big jobs. Mm. Girl, I actually thought you just worked in finance. She goes, no, 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 I run finance. Mad. <laughs> but it's quite nice because everyone just comes on that humble. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. really, really, really mm. nice. Even that's my thing, I have to say. It, it, mm. it, is, it is a nice little thing to do. Let's get into the book. Black Girl's Guide to Blowing Up. Yeah, that little thing. Um, so I mean, did you always know that you wanted to write this particular book? And like what was your sort of vibe feeling behind it? I think in terms of what we do, everything we do is kind of like rooted in the idea of uplifting and supporting black women. Mm -hmm. And it kind of it underpins every decision I know that I make individually, but as a black woman, I just force myself if I'm doing something, how does this benefit and uplift my sisters? If it doesn't, then I'm doing it for myself. Mm. And if I'm doing it for myself, is it even joyful experience if nobody else can share in that? But mm. you're up there doing things all by yourself. Like, yeah, I made it, I did it. But there's no one around you to support you. Yeah, like, yeah. It just, it isn't right. So I think when we were kind of thinking about the next stage, so every kind of year for Black Girls Book Club, we're like, okay, what is the theme of this year? And I think we came to the point where we've done so well in terms of achieved so many different things. And it's like, okay, what about a book? And that was massively, I kind of brought that to the mm. forefront. And I was a little bit scared. I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do a book. And I don't know if I want to do it in this way or that way. But after we started talking about what it could look like, I think Grown just kind of blossomed for that. Mm. But to be honest, it was Natalie who was like, mm. we need to write a book. That's what we need mm. to do. Do you want to add some Maggie to that? I don't think that was the case. <laughs> you I don't think it was? No, don't I think don't so. think so. Uh, okay, what's your side of the story? No, my side of the story was that um, it would. It, we just kept hearing that people were like, oh, I really wish I had Black Girls Book Club like when I was younger. Mm. Because what ultimately happens is we pick a book. I make sure, well, I'm like, who's read the book? Put your hands up. If you haven't read the book, why have you come? Blah, 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 blah. And then we read the book and we talk about the book. But the books that we pick were very intentional. The books we pick, we always pick, pick books by Black women who have had certain experiences that we can relate to no matter when the book was written. Mm. So what ultimately happens is we talk about it, but then we're going to start talking about our own lived experience at work. Then if someone's in a trash relationship, someone else might start talking about their own trash relationships. And so it just becomes like a natural sisterhood and just building off what people, you guys were saying about, you met this person and that person there. It's like when you begin to have those genuine conversations about what it's like to be a black woman mm. in this day and age, what your living experience was when you were a teenager till now, it just naturally flows that people like, no, this is a sisterhood I wish I had when mm. I was younger. This is the advice and the guidance and the conversations I wish I had five years ago, seven years ago. I find specifically for women, black women who grew up outside of London or didn't grow up in black communities, mm. for them coming to Black Girls Book Club is an amazing experience because they're used to being in an environment where there's just one or two other black mm. people. So for them to come in a room where there's like 50 to 100 yeah. black women dressed to the nice, eating good food, drinking taking pictures just enjoying just basking in that environment they're like wow why didn't we have that earlier and so the way I see it is that we kind of just having these conversations and it was like well we can't ask people to send their 12 year olds to come into central London to have brunch with us mm. and drink schlur but what we can do <laughs> is kind of give them the lessons and have the conversations with them that we wish that someone would have had with us when we mm. were that age and I think that's kind of just how it came to be just through so I wouldn't say like it was my suggestion I think no, it was more though. I think sometimes I think in life people just need to acknowledge when they come up with an idea <laughs> but it wasn't my idea, idea. This whole thing it was, wasn't, no, oh you push it to the who, forefront so whose idea was it then it was yours it wasn't my idea oh. was it, I, don't, I don't want to write no book 
I love that this is what the disagreement is. Most people be claiming credit. Yeah. Is. The reason why I say that is because June Sarpong came to one of the events and she was like, girls, I just want you lot to know that now is the time. If you want to write Oof. a book, even if you're not into it, now is the time. And she did say to Natty and I, like, you guys should write something. Yeah, that is true. She your friendship say. and sisterhood. Mm-hmm. And Vic, you had said that to us as well. Yeah, yeah you did say that yeah. about when we did that interview with you. Yeah, yeah. And you were like, you guys, you need to write something about sisterhood and friendship. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the actual conceptually having this being a book, Mm. I'm just like okay But the mm. thing is One thing I know Nasty said It was my idea In terms of the actual book That we have That was my idea mm. But in I, the actual The fact that we actually Even have a book It was her idea mm. So yes I came up with the concept Of mm. the book um, And what it would look like But if she had not come to me And been like Babe mm. We need to write this book And I remember Because you always say to me Vic Remember Vic said We should do something about sisterhood And do about friendships mm. Mm, if, you had not brought, if you had not brought that to me then we wouldn't have grown. And I think one of the things that you sent in, you brought initially was an idea of a book for our age group. Again, mm. I think you told the story so beautifully mm. because you were like, these women were saying, we wish we had something like this growing up. And then it was very much like, yeah, like maybe we should do something that talks to our experiences for the people that come to Black Girls mm. Book Club. But after a while, when I started really thinking about it, I was like, you know what? But we just have brunch for them. They yeah, have yeah, it. Yeah. Like, they have that. Mm. People are saying that, the people have got money, they want to do drinks, so they want to do enjoyment, they want to do brunch. But and as Natalie said, what about the baby girls? Mm. And we have done brunches for um kids. And um, we did that for Alex. Um, mm. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, oh my god. So we did that for them. And it was really beautiful. But one thing about kids, they're shy. Mm. They don't necessarily want to speak. Um, mm. and you have to kind of eat things out of them. So that's when the idea was actually we can do this book. But if we actually just, it's the same information. We're not going to change what we say, mm. um, but we're going to direct it at young girls because especially young black girls, mm. because there is nothing on this earth that is catered to them. And what will end up happening if we do write it for like the older generation is that young girls will just find it and read it anyway. And we had that growing up where mm. there were books that weren't for us, mm. but we went and read them. Was Keisha the skit for us? Um, yeah, because the girl who wrote it was 13. So when Keisha the Skeet came out, I felt guilty was, when I found. Like I remember, I think we all did. Yeah. But when it came out, it mm. was like being kind of shared around schools and stuff. Mm. My mum never knew about no Keisha. Okay. There's no mm. one kind yeah. of over a particular age group mm. that knows about it. People mm. under a particular age group don't know about mm. it. So that was really, in terms of like literary, that was like really saucy. Mm. That was actually probably the only time that something was written for us. But mm. it was very saucy. It was but very. The thing is, like, I feel like <laughs> it was very saucy. But when I was reading it, it wasn't like. Wow, this never happened. I knew girls who were doing stuff exactly. like that. Mm. So people can say like I was very saucy because I remember they like had a, a clubhouse t- talking about it when it was announced it was going to be published, and people were, like talking about responsibility. And I was like, but she was writing the lived experiences of people around me. Mm. Like I had friends that were telling me the exact same stories, which is why Keisha just get blue because it was for us. Mm. Exactly. That was our lived. Well, and definitely. She was Thirteen. So what, what does it, exactly. if a 13 year old has written something, mm. where, did, they, where do they get it from? It doesn't mm. make any sense. Yeah. And I think, especially like in our community, I think there's this whole thing of like, oh, you don't want them to be too grown, this, that, and the other. But people are doing these mm. things and then they feel embarrassed or ashamed yeah. to even mm. admit it. Mm. Mm. No, definitely. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, I just think that, especially with the book, because we knew that young girls would find it. Mm. We didn't want them to just find it, come across it like we had 
done, like, growing up. He wanted them to go into a bookshop or go online and say, yeah, this is for me. So mm. it's very, very intentional. I think we always work with intention. So, yeah, I know Nasty said it was my idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah I came up with the, what mm. we have now. But if she had not been really forceful with it and said, don't you remember, Vic mm. said this, Auntie June said this, we wouldn't have a book mm. because that wasn't really on my mind mm. in terms of doing mm. a book. I think we've been quite intentional in terms of doing brunches, doing events, doing this, doing that. Mm. And kind of being tangible, something that lasts for a day. Mm, yeah. But when Natalie was very much like, we need something that is kind of essentially it's like a legacy, mm. something that all everything we've gone through, everything we've done, is like in just packaged nicely. Yeah. And I think we started that with Black Girls Book Club with okay, everything we've gone through, let's find something that allows people to have that kind of safe space. So we mm. had like the brunches, which you know, no men are allowed. It's really bougie and all that kind of stuff. But it was kind of, and that's why I talk about the themes for each year, mm. because the actual theme, I guess, for that year was like, you know what, this is legacy. This is mm. what we're gonna do. So yeah, she did come up with an mm. idea. She did not come up with the idea of having a book club. That was all me. Even she <laughs> but she did come up with the name Black Girls Book Club. Mm. So you've got to give her that. So without Nassie, there wouldn't be no Black Girls Book Club. There'd be mm. called something else. They'd be like sugar, honey, iced tea. Or like, sugar, honey, iced you know, tea. Or like ca- caramel. That's what people were doing before, isn't it? Like caramel mm. babes. So that would just be like the hint. Or ur- urban book readers. So that would be the hint. It's for black women. But Nassie was like, no. It's black. two black girls. Mm. And we are black. And it's blackity black. Direct. And we're going to be doing up black stuff. So it's mm. called Black Girls Book Club. Come or don't come in. It's up mm. to you. Love and that, that energy. energy. I was like, yeah, mm. it's true. Sometimes you have to be direct because next, next thing you know, you just find POCs or... Mm-hmm. Anyways. Look, um, it's open to everybody, but it's called Black Girls Book Club. So when people ask me if they can come, I'm like, Do you, would you be comfortable in Black Girls Book Club? Doing up Black Girls Book Club stuff? And <laughs> Sorry. You know, we send to the voices of mm. Black Girls mm-hmm. and Black Girls will be listening to I think that's greedy. Stuff. If you're not a Black woman and you're coming, that's greed, I think. You know what it is? I think... If I'm being honest, it is so lit. If you look at it, mm. it feels like it's so lit. I think people are like, oh, no, I can't lie. I just want to go. So I get why people... But, it's not, but there's other things you can go to. You know, but is there anything as good as Black Girls Book Club there's, in the literary game? Mm. No. Mm. So I, I get why people want to come. But then my whole thing is, look, yeah, just because you see Black Girls doing up nice things, not everything is for you. Yeah. Mm. But it's open to everybody. So if you're bad and bougie, come through, innit? Mm. Come through. But mm. then we get them to answer questions. Mm. So like, before you come, you have to like... Say, no, what is it, plantain or plantain? Like that kind of mm. in little questions. And if you know, mm. then you know you'll give the right But answer. sorry, that ah, question isn't even the uh, division in the black yeah, community. Yeah, it's the right. So I know if you. So it's say, a trick question. Yes, of course. <laughs> of course. So I just know. What yeah, but if you know, you'll know which you'll know which answer to pick, or you'll know what that question is really about. Exactly. Mm. If what that if, makes sense. If when you know, people ask you know. me that question, I say no comment now. But then if you put no comment, I'll say, yeah, come through. Because you just know already. <laughs> Not to like, argue. Do you know what I mean? Don't argue. Whereas you can just tell. Because sometimes I put it and then you'll have like someone who clearly maybe isn't of our demographic. They just give some weird answer. Mm. Some weird well, answer. Like essays. Whereas, yeah, like just nonsense. Like, I don't know. They've what? gone on Urban Dictionary. Yeah, they've yeah. like dissected oh, the, the no. ongoing debate. Mm. Yeah. In 1966, right. <laughs> Nigerians <laughs> claimed that it was plantain. <laughs> um, the, what, what I love about the book is like, it's proper like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's lots of colloquials. It feels like you're proper mm, yeah, talking yeah. to us black people, especially mm. to young black girls. Did you ever feel any pushback? Were you scared to be authentically you when you're writing the book? Were you scared? Because I don't, because um, there's a book by uh, Steph, uh, what was the book called again? Um, uh, Fatally Ever After. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. in her book, it's probably one of the first books I've read where it was kind of like, I'm going to speak as if I'm yeah. speaking now, speak mm, yeah. how I speak in my blog post. And that's what I loved about this book because it just felt so 
relatable. Yeah. And often I feel like when black writers have a chance to, to write, they they feel maybe a bit scared to be them. Them. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there was pushback. Sometimes we would be writing yeah. certain things and then the editor would be changing it and we're like, stop changing because <laughs> you editor. don't understand. Like, please. Sorry, I feel like, it's it's just, you're not even using her name. You're saying the editor. No, come. I'm, I'm not putting that out on the street like that. And she <laughs> might listen. Yeah, legal things, please. But, seriously, <laughs> uh, like. like Gonna be it was just very like frustrating <laughs> because it's like you don't understand. And they'd be like, oh, but I don't know if we can say this because I don't know if this is a genuine or like fair representation. And I remember thinking to myself, mm-hmm. but you're not black, sis. So, well, uh, so like there <laughs> were some things where, where like things, we just, you just had to you just had to pick your battles. Like, mm. I'm gonna die on this hill today, or actually. I'm going to live to see another day. I died on every single hill. Can't lie. Well, I, I would say I died on 95% of the hills. But you know sometimes, like, when you're being Everything. worn down, you're just like, do you know what? Yeah. Gonna, okay, 95%, cool. mm. 95% of yeah. the hills I died on. But some hills I had to be like, okay, mm. cool. Like, I'm tired. I'm tired. But, um, yeah, I think we always committed to the fact that we were going to speak the way that we speak and we were going to write mm. the way that we wanted to write or else what is the point of us mm-hmm. even doing it because my worst fear was that we were going to write something and we're going to kind of follow that kind of you know respectability route and then it wasn't going to have the impact that we really wanted it to have so then it's like we're working full-time jobs we're writing in a pandemic what to not be genuine it just adds salt to the wound mm. if that makes sense and mm. then we want girls to read it and see themselves in the book and the whole point of writing in that style is to say the way that you speak and the way that you express yourself is a valid mm, way of that. expression, even mm. if it's not what's being taught in the curriculum. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes I would say my favorite phrase, I think, was take time. And mm. they were like, take time. And I was like, no. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, T-E-K, I, you know. <laughs> take, can we just change this to take time? Like, no. Mm. Like, so that for me was frustrating but that's how I would have wanted someone an older cousin an older sister mm. you know one of the younger aunties that actually speak to me so why would I not be consistent and genuine mm. in that respect and and how did you like deal with the sensitive topics and I mean stuff to do with like sexual sexual health education and all of that stuff because that was the part where I was like as soon as I read those bits I was like I wish I had this when mm. I was younger because I feel like, yes, we had those people coming into school to tell us, oh, this is how you put a condom on her. But it's like, I don't think we really had like a proper, proper, I don't know. Like, yeah, we didn't have this. We didn't have like a a book or black woman's representation Mm -hmm. of what is sex and how should we look after ourselves. And even the bit um, from Mel B, Mm -hmm. which spoke about, um, abuse and gaslighting mm. and stuff mm. and I just think this is incredible I think with that chapter that's the body language chapter mm. so with that I didn't really want to write it because I knew how much how intense it would be and mm. things I'd have to cover but mm. in the end I was like you know what there were a lot of people that would need it I was very lucky growing up that my mum essentially asked any question I had my mum would answer it so mm. my mum was very much of the the thinking mm. of if you are old enough and mature enough for these things to be in your mind and you're worrying about them then 
I'm I'm here as your mother to mm. give you that answer. So you know, sometimes I didn't necessarily want to ask her certain things, and mm. then you know, sometimes we'd watch something on TV, and then what my mum would do, say if something came on EastEnders, she would just start talking about the thing, and then like, or how that how she dealt with it when she was younger, or wow. so she would do wow. it in that kind of way, mm. and we'd always have active like conversations. So if I saw something on TV or like a sex scene or something, I'd be like, I don't even understand like why they do that, or why are they flinging for their clothes. Like, because and she like she'd actually wow. like, explain. Mm. My so, dad told me to close my eyes. I think my dad slapped me once here yeah, because <laughs> we were watching this film with, with Will Smith and he was having sex with a girl or something like that. And I said, Dad, why does Will Smith get all the ladies? <laughs> my dad just slapped me. I'll never that's, forget. That's, that's even yeah, I'll that's never forget. A question. I'll never forget. And I was thinking like. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> like, my mum gonna think like, what we gonna do? Don't you watch this? He was like, How dare you make me feel uncomfortable, Victoria? Oh, he's probably thinking, he probably was thinking, like, I don't want to detail as to why. Yeah, exactly. No, my dad used to slap me all the time. That's just distraction. Do you know what it is? It's like, he's so frustrated himself that he can't actually express it, that he just slashes out and does violence. So one of Jazz's favourite artists, 50 Cent, yeah. There was a song, is it Candy Shop? Yeah. Yeah. I remember watching it in the early morning, like, watching it before school, you know. Dad came and said, what are you watching? Because obviously one of the girls in it, what's the girl that was in the music video? Olivia. Olivia. She yeah. was shaking her bum. Do you remember? Yeah. Dad said, what are you watching? Just slapped me. And I was like, but how is it my fault 50 Cent has a woman shaking her Yeah, she's in the video. Nah. <laughs> I feel like with parents, like it's just quicker just to slap in it. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than to explain. I'm yeah. just thinking, you know, I'm thinking about what you said about your dad, like say you to close your eyes. Like my mum, mm. what we would do sometimes, like a sex scene would come on and we're clearly embarrassed as kids because our parents are there. You'd be like, oh my God, this is so disgusting. And I was like, what is wrong with you? Mm. She's like, stop being stupid. It's not wow. disgusting. Or if, if you think it's disgusting, close your eyes then. And I was like, oh. I used to fake sleep. Did you guys fake sleep? No. So, I, well, if I didn't want to see, I would close my mm. eyes. My mum was just very much like, you're not just acting foolish. Wow. Like, it's just, if you if this is not yeah. cool, just go upstairs and go to bed mm. then. And she'll be like, oh, you know what? Yeah, you're right. It is your bed. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, it's fine. I can take it. So my mum was, <laughs> was very much, just, she always kept it real. She was mm. just like, you're being stupid because you are going to sit here and pretend like you don't know anything about no kissing wow. or that your friends aren't doing like kissing. Like you're not even nearly what, 14, 15, uh, Come on, let's just be realistic mm-hmm. about it. So we weren't really, when we were growing up, we weren't really allowed to like funk, fake the funk, essentially. She was very much like, okay, you're a child now. Mm-hmm. You're only going to be a child for a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. You're going to be an adult for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So it's like she was really like preparing us for it. So when it came to that chapter, I really kind of embodied everything about her and like the things that we discussed. And it just wrote everything down. So like where we have like vaginal discharge, because mm-hmm. that's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. I think as a woman that you don't really talk about mm-hmm. when you first get it. And I just remember thinking, oh my God, there's something wrong with me. Mm. I was like, there's nothing wrong with you. That's why I bought you panty liners, but you don't mm. listen in it. So mm. I thought, oh. <laughs> Even like, you know, like in your like panties, like they'll get bleached. Mm. The whole time I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah, wrong with yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, Oh, it's because of this. I didn't even know that until maybe like last year. Me and Jazz spoke mm-hmm. about it on the yeah. podcast because I Did saw you? a viral tweet. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just thought maybe. My, do you know what I thought? I thought it was because of my cheap Primark knickers. Do you know what I thought? I thought when I put them on the sun, I thought the sun was was. was I thought the sun was. <laughs> I thought the sun was. I don't know. Was was burning uh, the the knickers because it was Primark. <laughs> Yeah, that is hilarious. I think because my mom like had to kind of find out a lot of things herself, mm. and perhaps especially she's like. Was, is from Jamaica mm. and she came here about 15, 16. So there are certain things that you're not allowed to ask. 
and she, you wouldn't know. Um, and she's quite lucky. Her mum is still quite open, honest. But because you're coming from that conservative culture, mm-hmm. there are just certain things you just have to find out yourself. Mm-hmm. So she was very much just like, this is what it is. Like, there's no mm-hmm. long thing about it. You're going to find out at some point. That's good. This is what it is. And if you don't ask, she won't necessarily tell you, mm-hmm. especially if it's something that can be like, embarrassing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there were just little things that she would just, just tell me about because mm-hmm. she knew it'd be something I might be insecure about mm-hmm. or something I might worry about. So there was like, not, there was not shame in our house That's There's good. no like Embarrassment or shame mm. About things And we would like Talk about things Quite publicly And my dad would be there Listening He'd be like Oh my god What is wrong with you Like one thing my dad If you My dad is just always Rolling his eyes at me Like, like what is wrong with mm. you Because he's just been In the house the whole time With me and my sister Asking mad questions oh, Do you have any brothers No Okay yeah, No 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 Sorry Nats I know you've got a little brother But like me, nah. Imagine a brother in my household mm. No that would have been like No It's mm. nice just having my dad there Knowing that this is like Elfina Supremacy Love we, that We just we're running the team yeah. Up in the house So no No mm. brothers I, I don't know Maybe I'll be a different person If I had a brother I think I'll probably be like You never know she, Actually, she That's what I think I'm, Maybe I'll be different Because I've got no sisters I've already got brothers you got brothers? Yeah I remember Did they used to fight you? Fight who? <laughs> I'm joking No um, Do you know Did my brothers fight me? Maybe like once or twice Never used to fight me Because I'm the oldest okay. So they never used to fight me But the lip Like the ag uh, especially when they were in their teenage years. Mm. Oh, it was too much. It was too, too much. It was way too much. Did um, Isaac try to fight you now? So you're the big sister. So, like, did he? No, I think we, we used to bicker a lot. Um, I used to wind him up a lot because I think that I was very resentful that he even existed. Uh-uh. I was, Wait. At least you can admit it. Yeah. Some people no, but my mum said, like, my, I've, <laughs> I, I think, didn't you I, say he was the same? No, 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 no. I was like, not that much. It wasn't resentful. No, 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 basically. That you no, cried. no, please, because my brother, my brother listens to this. I actually love him. No, 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 do you basically? Sorry no, to no, cut no, you. I love my, no, I love my brother. But yeah. Like, my mum said things like, because I was four years, there was a, I think four years is. Mm. Yeah, that's a big time. Yeah. Because you are only child for four good years. And I was very, like, I was very spoiled, right? Mm. So when my brother came, apparently two weeks, I was like, yeah, I think it's time to take him back. <laughs> Um, when when are we taking him back to the shop? Like, mm. All of that type of language. So I, it took mm. me. I would say I didn't like having a brother until I was at least like I would say ten. Mm. Yeah, I wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. I'm just being honest. That's Fair dues. I'm just being honest. But now me and my brother are very 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 close. Mm. But I find with brothers they have like reckless abandonments. It's like. Um, I have from, I get like one WhatsApp from my brother every now and then, like just checking that I'm alive, and then that's it. I don't mm. hear anything from him. But then when I do spend time with him, it's really good. So mm. I, I love having a younger brother now. But nah, we we used to argue a lot, mm. and I feel like we, I feel like our parents wanted us to share lots of things that we just shouldn't have been sharing because we were different genders mm. and there was a big age difference. And I think. We are two completely different personalities. So mm. even physically, I'm short. He's six foot two. I'm loud. He's quiet. He thinks this way. I think that way. I Even when I'm approaching things, I'll ask him, like, what do you think? Just to get a completely different perspective. Mm. But we've been like that since childhood. So I did. Our parents wanted us to share rooms and mm. share things, like trying to force. Like, you only got one brother. It's not mm. like me. Yeah. My dad used to say, I've got six brothers and sisters. If I don't talk to one, I've got the other one. Which to be fair, is a very toxic way to be. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that was kind of that. You've only got each other. You've only got mm. each other. Mm. And I think they tried to force it where they should have kind of just left it. Allow you to be individuals. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, and I think some things they did with me that work, they tried to do with him and it didn't work because mm. he's, com- he's very, 
He's like yeah. a very stubborn character. Like he's very principled on certain things. And he's okay with being alone and being an individual. Whereas I'm like more, I want to be in the group. So I love him now. There were times mm. I wasn't feeling him. I think when he came back from uni, that's when I was like, wow, he's mm. growing, he's mature. And we had more, I feel like we had more common mm. ground. Mm. But um, no, I didn't like having a brother. Mm. And ask him, he probably didn't like having a sister either. Mad. Oh no, my situation, I've said it on the pod before, but when my brother was born, my, basically I've got um three brothers. When the last was born, my mom said to me, Oh, it's gonna be a girl. And I was like, I'm getting a sister, oh my days. Like I can't believe this. So then um we went to the hospital now. No, he came home and I opened up the thing. <laughs> and I was like, This is a boy. This is a boy. And I just started crying. Like I just I just started crying. I was like uncontrollably crying. Uh oh, I don't even know how to do the math. Ten, maybe ten. Oh, I'm That's sorry. Quite a big age yeah. Yeah. Uh, wait. Um, was I really? Or maybe it was eight. Even one of the two. I, I'm not good with maths. How old are you? Younger. Twenty. I'm. Yeah. I'm. So I'm twenty-seven. Eight. Yeah. It was like eight years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um. I just couldn't believe it that he was a boy. <laughs> I'm thinking about when my sister was born because it's a six years age difference. And mm. So a lot of people may hear that like, my gosh, that's a huge um, age difference. But I think for me growing up, what I ended up having like. That kind of period of being an only child mm. and enjoying having my mum and my dad, like for me. And I think they gave me that space to kind of really get to be that, like a little independent six year old, mm. as, if, as independent as you could be. So I was really excited. But I remember my mum essentially just came to me. Bear in mind, my sister's born in February, right? Mm. So it was just before Christmas. My mum was like, Oh, what do you want for Christmas? Would you like a little sister? And I was like, Oh, never even thought about mm. it before. I was just happy living my life. Yeah. I was like, Oh, yeah, I would like a little sister. My mum was like, Oh, pray for her then. Pray for her. <laughs> no, no, this, this baby's baby, baking. I'm actually, the baby must have been there, yeah, mm. and big. Because when I look at pictures from Christmas, we're all there. Your mum was yeah, kind of pregnant. She was heavily pregnant. So I remember like, I was crazy in like, the belly. But my mum, I remember my mum saying to me like, oh, yeah, you're going to have a little sister. So that was like the Christmas yeah. present. Bearing in mind, when my sister was born now, I said to my mum like, the other day, like, oh, how did you, like, did you know? Did you? Mm. She's like, oh, no, I never knew it was going to be a girl or a boy. I said, what <laughs> wow. do you mean? She goes, oh, no, I just felt it. I just felt it was a girl. You know some people, did you wow. feel that, Jazz? No, I didn't have a clue. Mm, some people feel that, you know, they're like, oh, the way I'm carrying it, it's a girl. I'm like, how do you know? Yeah, she knew, but the way she convinced That's crazy. me. So when my sister came, I believed I prayed for her and it was my oh. gift. That's my mom's very smart like that. So I was like, oh my God, it's my so I was like, this is my yeah, sister. It's yeah. mine. So my mum, like, see how you're saying like your mum and dad were like, oh, mm. you've only got each other. My mum's a twin. So yeah. she's oh, very much like okay. this intensity of sibling like closeness So mm. we had to like We slept in the same bed For years wow. We used to go to sleep Like hugging each other oh, My dad and my so mum dad were like You've only got one sister You've only got one sister mm. And there was a period Like because Remember it's six years age difference yeah. By the time now I was like in secondary school She was very much For me younger than me So mm. we didn't really Couldn't really share mm. anything yeah, yeah. But growing up My mum had us like Wearing matching clothes mm. If it was my yeah. birthday Yasmin had to have a present If it was my, Yasmin's birthday I had to have a present as well Like my mum wow. and dad oh, Just yeah, it, mm. At the time It was kind of weird If I'm being honest mm. with you But we just like Rolled with it But we even started To think we were the same age It's only like Oh that's so cute school, yeah. And then I'm 16 Like say she's like 11 mm. I was like This girl's like a baby mm. And then after a while, like you go like, to, like you go to like uni and whatnot, and then she went to uni as well. And I think our relationship even solidified even more so. I think before it's very much I was a big sister, she was mm. a little sister, and we were really close. But now we're like BFFs, oh, that's so that's cute. really really nice that's to have. Nice. So I've always like loved having a sister. But mm. when I look back, that was because my mum and dad kind of 
made it a necessity. Mm. Like they made sure from day dot before she was even there, it was like she is coming and she is your sister. Wow. And this is what you know, yeah, you this prayed is for it. it. This is your Christmas this, gift. This is your manifestation. You know what I mean? Me thinking, I was like, wow. Imagine I just prayed. And oh and look, I've got my little sister. And I always like, oh, this is my mom. Let's call her Alice. And she said, no, but I was like, I thought you said it was my sister. Oh. Like, I thought you said it was my sister. <laughs> they should have let you her. name her. That would have been so my, I was like, Alice should be the name. My mom was like, no, we're not calling her Alice. We're calling her Yasmin after Yasmin the bomb. And I was like, okay, cool. My mom mm. was not, I was like, I just got a bit confused. I thought, I thought you said it was my sister, but all right, fine. That's, fine. So That's like when Jasmine wanted to call her younger sister Louise. And then when she, when my auntie said no, she like threw herself down the stairs. This <laughs> is she. Oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, what? Just, wait, who? Wait, who? Who's <laughs> that? going to kill me for saying that, my cousin. And she threw herself down the, Yeah, like literally threw herself. Like, I want to call her Louise. Ah. Oh, and I was just like, gosh. I remember. Because I think there's, there's like five, seven years between mm-hmm. me and Jasmine. I remember just. Looking at this as a teenager, being like, right, this is wild. Like, mm. she's really into this. <laughs> you know, it's, I think her middle name, my cousin oh, so Janisha, dead. I believe her middle name is Louise. Oh, so what's the, what's the problem? Oh. No, because you wanted the first name. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Do you know what I mean? So that oh. was like a. That's when we used to do evil things. Like, we used to give her like 20p and tell Jasmine it was like 20 pounds. Okay. Uh. That, no, yeah, were, that, that is, no, that that is, is evil. very wicked. Because now she evil, takes it to the shop now. Exactly. She's no, got 20, we like, 20 pounds worth of sweets. Like, do this and you get 20 pounds. But it wasn't just me. I jumped on my older ah, cousins. Don't try, and, don't try no. and bring your other cousins oh. into it. It was you. No. I remember I used to say to my sister, if I was like picking her up from school or something, I'd be like, oh my God, mum and dad have won the lottery. Like, so we need to get home really, really quickly. Because you're taking too long, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So she's like, okay, you should probably run it to get home. She's like, I'm going to buy this. So we got home, yeah? She was just like, I thought you said they won the lottery. What? Yeah, I was told her we were like, what's it called? The Princess of Jamaica. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my I just, You know what it is? To be fair, you probably take that like, still their innocence, in it? But sometimes you just want them to do stuff and they're not doing it. So you're like, oh, you got to tell, tell them Let me something. just tell you like something. That she can I probably like, I should share a story, but I don't know if it's people going to think I was like 11 So fine But one time My brothers wouldn't cook So one one of the things I used to battle with my brothers They wouldn't clean after themselves Or they just wouldn't clean Or when I clean up They'll mess it up Mm -hmm. When mum comes back from work She'll blame me obviously So one time I pretended I don't know if I should say this I pretended I was dead (laughs) (laughs) I pretended I was dead How old are you? 11? I think I was 11 I laid on the floor Because I just didn't know what else to do. It would just drive me insane. And I was just like, I was just like, I'm just gonna pretend I'm dead. And then maybe they'll they will like you think panic. You, you thought clean, that panic they would think my sister's dead, so let me wash the dishes. <laughs> did it work? No. That's even <laughs> worse. Do you know what? I'll be so vexed. How long did you, how long were you laying there? And I was I think I was laying there for time because I was on the kitchen floor. So they just step over you to go and get Because remember they opened my brother opened doors like, what's going on? <laughs> just closed the door back. <laughs> No, that's that's real, you know. That is. Oh, you know what? I think did you get up and clean? No. You did. Did you get up and clean? I had to clean. Yeah. Yeah. So you pretended to be for dead. for no reason. It flopped. <laughs> you got up and cleaned anyway. Okay. I'm you know telling what? you, there was there was there was there was no method. I can just imagine a little baby like if it's for us at eleven, essentially being like a mum. I get stressed. Yeah. You know that tweet that came out like last week mm-hmm. where everyone was just the woman was talking about the fact that she can't stand the fact that she has kids and sometimes she just wants to like not have them. Yeah. I can imagine you at eleven just thinking. Like, I used to scream. I used to scream like a mum. Like my brothers, <laughs> my brothers. With your hands on your hips. Like, like honestly, I used to scream like clean up. Mum's gonna blame me. Like, I used to scream all the time to the point when my brothers. Literally used to be like, yeah, I didn't talk to you for a bit because you just used to scream. Or my early memories of you was just you screaming. I was like, because Aww. you would. I'm sorry if I traumatized you, but you were traumatizing me. You were like, literally, I used to have to 
clean up after. Like, I remember literally, I remember literally being that like clean patrol. Like, watching them, okay, done, okay, let me clean up. Because mum would come back, she'd be like, why did you? Mum always just shout, or my dad used to just shout, like, why didn't you clean up? And you, and you saw them, and you saw them messing up, and you saw them, you're watching them. I'm thinking... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, sorry to laugh huh? This is sad Because they knew They knew it was them And they still blamed you I know I know Do you know what's so funny Whenever I talk to my parents About any of this stuff They just laugh Like even when I told them About the Why did you tell me That Michael was going to be a girl They were just like Mama just started laughing <laughs> She clearly had a reason in it That's why she, she's, she's laughing at the fact Whatever was going on at that time Yeah She just said, yeah. That, said that She just shot you yeah. off Or whatever She told me We had bigger battles And you're thinking This is the, the, the <laughs> uh, Anyways One of the last questions For the bot And then we'll start Just in real quick But um, what um, What made you want to get Dorcas involved uh, The illustrator Have I said her name right Dorcas Yeah She's so talented Do you know what? It's like She'd been rocking with us since day one. Mm. So the very, very first book club we had, Melissa was like, we need to get goodie bags. And to me, I was like, oh, I don't need it. And then when we did get them, I was like, wow, this goodie bag is sick. I don't even think we got one from the first time. No, we didn't. We, didn't. we, never, get, we, never, get we never get goodie bags. People still um, ask. <laughs> they do. They do. That was, we, ha- anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that later because we, that was a serious problem that we actually had to sit down and talk about mm-hmm. people stealing people's goodie bags. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we'll talk, mm-hmm. we'll talk about it separately because we would go in, like, we would find like black owned brands, like £100 would, pounds mm-hmm. worth of, of goodies. And we only made people pay like, say, like £5 extra for like the elite goodie mm-hmm. bag. Yeah, and that's something that we would actually buy and put in wow. as well. Like, we'd buy, buy notebooks. Sometimes we'd buy like kind of, remember I was saying I like the smaller books. We'd buy mm-hmm. some of the smaller books. Mm-hmm. We always wanted people to leave with things. And um, so, so Melissa reached out to her and she had given us some goodies for our very, very first event. And then she'd worked with us on um, our pins that mm-hmm. we have. And so it's just like, well, why would we, if, we've, if this is like, our development since the very first branch. Mm. Someone who's been rocking with us consistently supports every single one of our events, mm-hmm. has designed a, a pin for us, has really gone in, in for us mm. over the years. Like, why would we not want to involve her mm. in something like mm. this? And I like, I have some of her prints, like, in my house. I wow. genuinely love her art. And I think why people resonate with it is because it's those powerful stances of black women her her art is very aspirational when she has a black woman on cover they look like they're going to do something mm. to achieve something mm. and we kind of wanted that strength in character on the book cover and in the book as well so it just kind of seemed pretty natural mm. to have that I didn't really when they were talking about illustrations I didn't really understand the level of how it was going to look until yeah. we got the actual prints and I was like right this is just gonna amazing be the cover. I, can't lie. I didn't yeah. realize I didn't realise at all, but I think if you see like Black Girls Book Club, then you'd see Dorcas. Like, yeah, yeah. Knows. So mm-hmm. what I quite liked um, about it, and one of the, the the best feedback we kind of got from people is that like, it was very difficult for them to get Dorcas things or they wanted to get something from Dorcas mm-hmm. and they hadn't. So they'd come to an event, they'd be like, oh my gosh, I wanted this print for ages. Mm-hmm. So it's, mm-hmm. like, it's just so intertwined with what we do. So we always ensure that we have like some form of stationary kind of like art mm-hmm. stuff. So we ensure that when you're leaving, you're leaving with a particular amount of things. So foundation, you know, mm-hmm. test that foundation, like maybe a lipstick or something. Just no, a book yeah. just yeah, lots yeah, of different yeah. things like when you kind of get home you're reliving that black girls book club experience mm. in your own home mm-hmm. um and i like that when we first started people were like wow these tickets are expensive mm. like expensive for h yeah like expensive <laughs> and then they'll get the goodie bag and i'll be like wow yeah. Yeah. The goodie bag that actually comes to the event because yeah. one thing that it was difficult to do is it was difficult to find like reliable venues that would mm. provide like mm. food and drink to the standard we want because it wasn't like just come and you're going to get one scoop of rice and peas mm. one piece of chicken like we wanted 
the food to be presented nicely. Mm-hmm. We wanted people mm-hmm. to come and feel like they were having a recreated catered experience to. and mm-hmm. they're catered to. You know, we want people to have to actually want to kind of snap their plate and exactly, be like, wow, yeah. it's all part of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. The drinks are always flowing. <clears throat> like, the food is taste. Like, your car will be like, okay, mm-hmm. so I've just got on my main and then we'll bring out, like, cakes, we'll mm-hmm. bring out, like, brownie, all, like, you know, muffins, mm-hmm. everything you can think of because it's not just about coming and, all right, you've paid your 30, 40 pounds, whatever it is, and now that's it, you know, you've paid my money, mm-hmm. like a cash grab. You know, sometimes yeah, yeah, some people, yeah. Well, sometimes people been snapping, not snap, I don't even use snap, but you know, like snapping up the events, mm-hmm. like, oh, I need to go. And then when you get there, you're like, wow, it's that not- was just a little snapshot of what was mm-hmm. going on. The rest of it is just not yeah, the vibe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we- when you go to events and they're all like, say, food included. I remember, I'll never forget this. I went to Carnival <laughs> Fate, I, was, I had to mention it, it actually burnt me. And it was meant to include unlimited alcohol, which was unlimited because one girl with us jumped off the truck and broke. That was uh, okay. But um, I remember when I got my little container of food, I thought it was jerk chicken. It was a bone. Oh, no. It was a bone. It was like a bone thing. And I remember just like the fate is moving. Everyone's moving. <laughs> and Are you I'm just thinking, staring at the bone? <laughs> <laughs> I paid like 70 pounds. No. No. See that? No, because obviously I got a t shirt, I got unlimited alcohol. And I don't know if also, someone you, you, you still got a bomb. Yeah. I don't know if someone forgot to put the chicken in there. <laughs> to put the meat in there as well. Oh, you like, the, the, the chicken. For, you, you know when what? you do the... jerk chicken and you chop it up, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And then you 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 just you. I, I'm trying to make excuses because I cannot believe people are that bad mind. Obviously, oh yeah. I think my it's just god. 2018. I I can believe that people are. So I just not bad mind. I should say bad mind, but I do feel like no, it's just a bit careless. Some people are a bit. Yeah. I just remember every. I just like my friend came back and said, "What's wrong?" And I was just like. Couldn't so did you speak. not get any? Did you get chicken? Did you go back and get some? No, because I was just like, you know, sometimes, sometimes people get, sometimes you get violated. People are like, oh, you should have beefed it. But sometimes you're just in you're shock. You're so speechless. Yeah, just I heard that. Going to eat a nice chicken. I feel, yeah, I can see you reliving it now. Yeah. Like, you're just like, literally chicken, staring you know? at <laughs> <laughs> just like, because we, like, it was good vibes. We got there like seven o'clock in the morning. Mm. We had our t-shirts. We had, um, we had roti in the morning. With our breath. Everything was, how are you going to? Mm. Anyway, I just made sure like I just became more aggressive. Like every day, every minute, I was just holding up my cup more alcohol. Mm. So I was like, I'm getting my yeah, you getting your money. money. But nah, since then, when I see events, they're like and food. I'm always like, mm, I'll, yeah, I'll go KFC, my I'll friend, my account. friend went to uh, one of those kind of events. Like it was like food included, yeah. and it was like it, I think they forgot to say first come first serve because no. food didn't come, food didn't reach her. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, that would just finish me. I remember, mm. like, back in the day, you know, like, before Instagram, all those kind of social media things, mm. you would just hear about an event and you would go. Yeah. And then it would be hyped up. And then sometimes you would turn yeah. up and there'll be, like, three people in the place mm. and there's, like, no one else would turn up. But yeah. And you'll be like, they'll give you a goodie bag. And in the goodie bag, bear in mind, you've paid extra money for the goodie bag. It will just be flyers and then one, like, sleep. <laughs> or, or you've paid for lip gloss every time. Or you've paid yeah. for VIP and part of being in VIP is a goodie bag. And it's just leaflets. That's and why that's I think. too rude. And that's why I think everything we experienced in mm. terms of what we wanted from an event is like every, not like to slate anyone else's event, but mm. it's just more so like, we didn't like that. So we're going to yeah. do it better. Yeah, we're yeah, going to yeah, do it yeah. better. And it's like, we literally just worked super, super hard. We invested so much of our own money mm. into things. And when people are like, oh, how comes Black Girls Book Club is like this? And why are the goodie bags? I'm like, because I paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> so when people kind of think like, oh, you know, all of these people doing events and this, that, and the other. It's like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. We sat here when we said, 
we're doing something for black girls. Mm. We're doing something for black women. We want them to be catered and seen mm-hmm. and all of the stuff that we talk about in terms of uplifting people. Mm. We put our money where our mouth was. Mm. So we really invested in it. So that's mm. why Black Girls Book Club in terms of the venues. So people are like, oh, how did you get this venue? Like minimum spend is... Mm. I'm like, because... Yeah, you we, guys have really lovely venues in London, like proper, proper nice We place. go to places that we mm. would go to ourselves. So mm. one thing that we would never do, we would never do like a brunch or an event somewhere that we don't actually go. Mm. You know, mm. a, lot, a lot of people do events and they never um, eating the food there or they mm. wouldn't eat the food there. Mm, yeah. So they're telling you about, oh, it's chicken and rice and peas and da, 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 da. And they fully well know that it's not even tasty. Mm. Like, I would be embarrassed to do that personally. Mm. Yeah, but, but we've got a big up Leah though, who works for oh, um, at the, um, Drake funny. and Morgan because she's always been like a number one supporter. Mm. And she's like their business development mm. manager. So every time we drop her an email and we're like, can you help us? For a venue, she's always been so wow. supportive yeah. of what we're trying to do. But I think that's the magic of um, the most non-corny way of Black Girls Book Club is that because people see what we're doing and how passionate we are mm. and how much we love it, they will begin to offer the support. Of course, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. I think because we put a lot of effort into things, I think people can see what we're doing. Like, as Natalie said, when you can actually see that people are putting their all into mm. something and it's not like to make money, it's not to make a profit. Mm. Like, And if we're keeping it real, anyone who kind of goes out anyway will understand that the money that they're paying for the um, ticket itself doesn't actually cover anything there it doesn't even mm. cover their drinks doesn't cover really mm-hmm. the food we just do it in a way that essentially we're making it accessible to mm. people mm-hmm. so i feel like especially like back then we started doing like the brunch thing not many people were doing brunch actually i don't think anyone was really doing brunch mm. no mm. people weren't doing brunch actually mm. so that was like another thing that was kind of like oh my god oh brunch i've never mm. been to brunch and a lot of girls were like i really wanted to go to brunch but i didn't have friends to go with so that's mm. why we, we started with a brunch and it was like one of those things where we were very much like we just want this thing to be special. Mm-hmm. We want people, black women and girls, who perhaps they come from a really large family and maybe there's not much money around. But if you've got like a 20 or a 25 pounds, mm-hmm. don't worry. Yeah. Like you're going to be able to have the experience. Like mm-hmm. All of your friends who maybe come from parents or families that have got a little bit more cash. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's all yeah. of that kind of thing, you know. Because we used to also allow people, because men started... Do you remember when people... Yeah, paying stores. But also remember when, like, some black men on, t- on Twitter are mad. And they start being like, why can't we come to Black Girls Book Club? And I was like... Why do you want to come, though? I don't know. I, they want to be included in it. It is what it is. So we actually allowed for them to sponsor people's tickets yeah. as well. Yeah. Like, if you really do want to come, sorry, you're never going to be invited. However, <laughs> yeah, you can still, like, pay for someone's so, tickets. Yeah, a lot, that that's was true. Nice. You know, it reminds me, a lot of people yeah. sponsor tickets. Yeah. We say to people, if you want to come to Book Club, just tell me mm. and we're paying installments. So I had people paying like three pounds, three pounds, three pounds, three pounds. And that's how they came. Yeah. Some people, I just give them the ticket and they just pay me afterwards because they don't get paid. So, mm. well, I'm going to say to you, you can't come to Black Girls Book Club to this brunch, which I know is going to be epic because you're not going to have money because you've got mm. bills to pay. No, no, maybe it's fine, pay after. Wow, and you guys are really investing because mm. this is your own money. Yeah, but I just feel like at the end of the day, we've very apart from the fact that people do steal kitty bags but we'll get onto that one we'll get onto that but i will say (laughs) i will say that if somebody generally wants to come to something and you can see that they really want to come and you just allow them yeah do you know what i mean Mm. just they will pay you back they will pay you back Mm. so we've never had an incident where someone we've given someone essentially not a free ticket but just said come and pay Mm. when you can and they haven't given that money back well, sometimes you know. they come and they pay on the day. Right. Okay, So, yeah. So, look, this is, when we say that this is for us, by us, it's for black women, this is something we're actually creating to ensure mm. that we've got a safe space where black women come together and just feel at peace. So, that is the reason why we're not out here trying to, like, make money off it. Mm. We're just yeah. out here trying to create you know, that it. that reminds me of, do you remember that time, um, 
we released tickets to a branch, but I can't remember which um, book we were reading. And then these guys were like, yeah, I've got a ticket. I've got a ticket. Do you remember? Yeah. And they were like, and they were like, yeah, and I've got a and I've got a VIP goodie bag ticket. Oh my god. And then another one tweeted, yeah, I've just bought my ticket. You know that time. I these times I have big, big work to do. I'm on Eventbrite on the work computer trying to see which name is a male name. She was so didn't could, she like refunds? You refunded. I started me. refunding people with unisex names. I was like, bro, I can't trust Third use, man. No, because we like we can't we can't have them there. Like sometimes it's just nice Create to have things space, yeah. with without them. Mm. Um it's something for yeah. us. I don't, I don't know what it's else not to say. like we love the men's, but also we I do. Can't, we I, really can't, do. I, just, I just feel like let black women have their things. Their space, man. And let like, us have not? our space. And I kind of feel like pre 2016, when like before we kind of did what we were doing, there were spaces for black women, but it was very much like, oh, if you're into reading and you read the classics, then come to this book club and that's all we're going to talk about. Mm. So then if you were someone who did read the classics, but perhaps you wanted to talk about Keisha the Skit, or mm. maybe you did read like some really like fluffy mm. books, mm. you didn't feel like you could go there because it was too serious. So mm. we wanted to make it open to everyone. I think mm. that's one thing that I'm really proud of. Mm. That when you come to Black Girls Book Club event, you have so many different women in this space mm. who do different things. You've got people who work in corporate, people who are in creative industries, but we're all here together. I think that's one thing that I think differs from some of the events I used to I used to attend previously, mm. is that it'll be a particular type of woman. Like it'll mm. be a corporate woman. Everyone's corporate and everyone's just talking about, and I've done this and I've made this. And it's I've very done Jack this. and Jill. Yeah. That's and everyone's like. using long words. Um, yeah, it's like, come on, man. What's, a, what's been a turning point for you guys you've seen in, in publishing? Like for for black women especially. Oh, do you know what we did a talk with Jade Bentall mm-hmm. um, a few months ago um, for is it Oxford University mm-hmm. and um, Theofina, um, I can't remember her surname, but she works in publishing. She's a black woman, and she was just literally talking about publishing. She had all these stats, and apparently, when we created Black Girls Book Club in 2016, mm-hmm. that's when you saw the rise in. Um, Books being written by black women being published. Mad. And that is that's literally, yeah, yeah, so that's something she actually brought to us. Like mm. the turning point in the UK mm. for this kind of focus on black writers mm. was essentially because we had come mm. into this space and started promoting, highlighting, and amplifying the work of black mm. women and girls, and you know, men sometimes. But we literally, so I think the turning point, but I'm not to toot our own horn, but because mm. there was nobody doing it. Mm. Essentially, we've kind of got this landscape where people are out here with book deals. Mm. Before that, who I didn't know, no, not one black person with book deals. Mm. If you were I a didn't. footballer, <clears throat> you were writing a little autobiography. What book, apart from Auntie Mallory and obviously Dorothy Coombson, mm. there wasn't books by like black women that everybody knew about. Whereas mm. now, mm. like I can look, I can just walk into Waterstones yeah, and pick up fifty-five books. Yeah, I love I to see W. H. Smith mm. when I was picking up books. And it just, just like casually, yeah, it wasn't like that. Casually, yeah. it wasn't Easy. like that before. And it's not even just like in the black, you know, when they they put like in yeah, the black the section, black it's like spread out, yeah. which it should be because sometimes they just put it in the corner and I'm just like don't do that. Yeah. Like, this is a romance book. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's talk about some pop culture stuff. No, okay. oh no, sorry, I, sorry, I just wanted to hear about the the, the, the stealing. Oh yeah, the stealing, the stealing, okay, so the black stealing, stealing story. I feel like Black Girls Book Club at the events is very much bad cop. Good cop, Mel being good cop, I'm being bad cop. Mm. So who actually read the book? Mm. Okay, you didn't read the book. Strike one. Because my thing is like, it is if we've come here to have fun, but we've also come here because I actually do love reading and mm. I love talking about books. So like when you come to a book club and you haven't read the book, I was like, sis, the first chapter. 
did you, did you read the summary on Goodreads? No, you just came to do up enjoyment. Okay, cool. So, but is that is that a bad thing? It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. But I think we're trying to talk about the book. Like the book is good, and me and Melissa would spend like time agonized. Not. Agonizing. No, agonizing. Yeah, agonizing. Mm-hmm. agonizing. What, but, and then like, if if I pick a book and people don't like it, hey, God, the way I'm not sleeping that night, we did, I can't say what book because I don't want to get banished, but we no, did but a we, book. No, but We that, did a book and you didn't want to do it. And I was like, come on, let's give it a try. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then everyone was like, this book is cack. This is wrong with it. This is wrong with it. I was just but like, do you know what? It, it's it's an iconic classical to... book. Um, and it's really important that it is read. Mm. And what I enjoyed about that experience was that when the book first came out, everybody loved it yeah. because it was the first of its kind. Yeah. Then I'm not going to say how many years later because then you guys will clock, but years later, now that we have so much more books, we realize that we how cack it is. We're like, oh wow, it's not even that good, but that's fine. It was the nostalgia. I, feel like yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I know what book you're really... talking about. I think that, that's a really good book. But you know what? If I know is, what book you're talking oh, no, about, I think that's a we'll, really we'll good book. Like, we'll, we'll discuss mm. offline. <clears throat> it is a good book because when I reminisce about the book mm. and the story, the book and the story is sick. Mm. When you reread it, with all of this new understanding about stuff that we didn't know before, mm. you're like, rah, we've got bare problems. Cancel, cancel, cancel mm. culture. But the book is good. The book yeah. is good. Right? But how comes we cancel it now? We didn't cancel it back. Because I don't think you can read Because with books, it's like people, okay, you're canceling it now. Why were you cancelled in 2016? Because sometimes the thing about, the thing about it is that like, there's so much gatekeeping in publishing. Mm. That is the, there's so much gatekeeping just in publishing and in media as well. To the point where when certain things do come through, there's just a joy about the fact that a different perspective mm-hmm. is being displayed. Something that we can feel, someone who is similar to us, mm. who has similar, who we believe has had similar lived experiences, is writing in a certain way. And you, there's always going to be the thing where you look back and retrospectively, I don't think cancelling is the right word, but retrospectively think, oh, that's a bit problematic. Mm. Even in film and media, because the way we think, the way we discuss things, mm. our appreciation of how it yeah. evolves. Mm. So ultimately, there's certain films that I'll look back and I'll be like, bro, that is very mm. problematic. That is, you know, the kind of portrayal of certain types of demographics. Mm. It's just, no, I you can't know, watch, I can't watch that in the same way I watched it when I was a teenager. We still appreciate it. We just know it. Exactly. Mm. So I think that was For the watershed moment mm. with, with that book. But yeah, we used to have this thing where people would literally, bags, yeah, people would literally like see a goodie bag, go in it, and say, for example, one goodie bag had one black up lipstick. Mm. People be like, oh, I want a, I want a second one. So mm. they'll go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think you take it for a joke. They will go, literally, and, and, and be taking things out of other people's goodie bags. Oh. Or they'll just take a goodie bag. Like, literally. Or they'll or literally, they will literally just pick up So I used bag. to have to do, I used to get an announcement on the mic. It's like, guys, um, for you, for everyone, please look after your goodie bags. I do not have any spares. Because literally, you don't understand. I pack in the goodie bags at my house. But this is coming to meet me. We're getting in a cab and we're bringing them. And people have given us stuff, but they might not necessarily, they don't give us a surplus. Mm-hmm. If we ask for 40, they've given us 40 because mm-hmm. nine times out of 10, they might not be able to just be flinging yeah, of course. samples yeah. of course, around, yeah. right? Or alternatively, we don't have the budget to buy 100 of course, when we yeah. only have 40 people. Right. So that's that was pissing me like, oh, someone took my, you know my goodie bag. Oh, do you have a spare? No. no. We don't want who is stealing? Well. Did you, you catch the corporate? Yeah, we, oh, I know who it is. Melissa um, believes she knows who it is. No, 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 I know. You know what it is? One thing about Did me, you see them on CCTV? <laughs> what I'm going to say is, <laughs> one thing you about can't me, be saying that. Then. I'm not saying anyone names, anyone's names. What I'm saying is, one thing about me mm. is that on every table, at every event, I have someone at the table who's there to be 
to help facilitate the conversation. Dead. So it's not about, oh, you stole it. It's not even that deep. Mm. What people need to understand is when we're doing the goodie bags, we're actually intentionally ensuring that that goodie bag that we've put at your desk, mm. at your table, mm. at your seat, has a foundation that will match your skin. Mm. Li- you know what I'm saying? Mm. So when you go and take so-and-sos because you think, oh, I like this, it's... No, but that one was specific for them. Yeah. For them, that's so greedy. So, yeah, no, it's, I think people. Awful. I think people are so used to going to events, and usually it's people who are not like familiar with like the event or like they're new to it. So people are so used to going to events and just acting mad, like picking up stuff and da da da. But then they start to realize that oh, it's a sisterhood, it's a friendship. So people always give the things back. Ugh, they always. That's well, that's actually yeah. so embarrassing. But I think that was just more so when people kind of heard about the hype of book club mm. and then they were very much like oh what is it i want to come i want to come mm-hmm. and then they've come in just thinking it's like your regular i'm like no no no. this is like friendship this is sisterhood mm-hmm. we you don't just come and just pick up a goodie bag you know like sometimes you just go to random events you're like oh goodie bag mm. and just take it yeah because it's there's no kind of emotion there's yeah, no relationship yeah, yeah. there yeah. oh there's goodie bags on the table i'll take it so mm. people just come in and just pick up the goodie bag Mm-mm. or just look in it but i think when they start to realize that nobody else is doing that then it's like, oh, that's yeah. Have you ever been to a party when you're younger and the goodie bags were finished? The party bags were gone. Oh, yeah. That yeah, was so never. devastating. I remember one yeah, time but I was queuing. Yeah, it's two or three in it. That's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why. Because one auntie was there and she was like, I need to pack for my child at home. She'll be taking five bags. She's taking five bags. I'm waiting in a queue. There's no. So is no that bag type, is that type yeah. of spirit that people yeah. trying to bring to black yeah, girls? We don't need yeah. that spirit no more. We didn't have the capacity to be doing hundreds and hundreds. Mm. Or mm. I think people mm-hmm. started to kind of like learn like what we were like and what we were trying to do. Then after a while, it was like, Okay, we get it. So then people, I'll say, so like, if you want a black up lipstick, I can get you a black up lipstick. Next time you come to the event, I'll put two in your bag. If, if that's your shade, that's your mm. colour. But I think it's just really understanding that, yeah, like this is like, it's a lit bougie affair, but this is, if you're coming to Black Girls Book Club, you're coming to your sisterhood. Yeah, mm. so, behave. Yeah, behave. Exactly. Like if you're not doing, if you don't want to do sisterhood, there's so many other events that you can go to. If you're just going there, mm. like just go with your little clear can, you know, but, mm. and just do your thing and take your pictures and whatnot. But when you're coming, it's a real, it's like a little family, if I'm being mm. honest. And it's really, really nice. We've got, there's people, we have probably about 30 or 40 people who are like regular people that come every time mm, yeah. and that's that amazing. is something to, to be said that's so, know, for something like a brunch mm, um an event and there are people literally come to every single event we do whether it's a brunch whether it's a dinner whether it's houses of parliament wherever it is even like we're going to jamaica next year mm, people have got their tickets to come to amazing. jamaica with us so amazing. we've really been able to curate something that's really really special and i think where people see the way natty and i interact with each other like you don't even even though natty does go on the mic and it's kind of funny to be like can you stop stealing the goodie bags it's very much just, <laughs> yeah, I think no it, problem with saying she'll it, do it but I feel, <laughs> I feel like people become so much kind of in this relationship with Natty and I and the friendship mm. that it becomes like yeah I can't lie that was me so when you're saying do you know I'm like yeah because they're like yeah yeah that's can't so lie, can't lie, ghetto they, did, they, they told you because you're a good cop because if they told me you're I would have been like no don't come back or <laughs> I'll refund your ticket or you're not allowed to come but to that's the next what... Because I just feel like that's the thing. Oh, it's too oh. ghetto. That's why she doesn't tell me. You need to tell me after this. Yeah, no, that's stealing why. No, bags, because no, they're nobody, not going to black. Nobody is. I just hmm. feel. I don't care. I just, I just understand. I don't understand. I just understand what it's like when you go Theft. to an event and you just see the bare goodie bags, isn't it? So if, have some if control, especially if it's your first time. Sis, you just sis, think you can sis, pick up a sis, goodie bag. You see everyone there. You see everyone there, and you're the animal. That it's your time to go and take two or three. 
It's just the way just that he has clear to, off, he has to do stuff like, okay, like, Sarah, could you please come up for your goodie bag? Like, no, that's the way we had to start doing it. Oh, because, wow. yeah, yeah. Really I like have, I you know what? The goodie bag's are lit, though. The problem oh. that I have here with him is like, the goodie bag is so lit. Mm. I could kind of understand. So, even like, we were giving away, when we did our literary festival, we were giving away like random skincare. skincare yeah. Like, wow. Yeah, like, wow. this is like, all the, what's mm. the, is it the glow tonic? The glow, that was, like, the, the glow I love that. So it had the glow it had the tonic, it had the glycolic mask. And those things ain't cheap. Right, so we like when we when we say that we're doing things, mm. it's like it's it also with the theme. So we had Funny Feto, um, so we did like a and she I love was, her book. It's such looked, a lovely coffee yeah. table book, right? It is amazing. Like palette is such a good mm. book, and it kind of like is mm. very accessible as well mm. in terms of things that she like covers. So we knew that for the goodie bag, we it has have to be luxe, luxury, like yeah, yeah, quality yeah. skincare. Which matches with what she had in the book. So mm. she spoke about Ren, so we made sure we had Ren products. Mm. And that was nice because people were like, I've never used this brand before, mm. but I've like tried the little samples and stuff, and it's really, really, really nice. Mm. Um, actually, I'm gonna go and buy it. So that packet of- that we gave everyone is £18 from Space MK. Yeah. Because we gave yeah. everyone that, that stuff. Wow. That, and then and someone it, is coming like a Hannibal just stealing stealing. Yeah. stealing. No, but at this no, point... Hannibal, like, yeah, that's no, correct. But, uh, <laughs> have no oh, respect. Yes, I was going to say again, actually, I thought well, people stopped doing that then, but at that event, because of where it was, it was in a private members club. Mm. So because it's in a private members club, people from the members club were able to come in. Mm. So what they were doing, they're like, oh, goodie bags. I was like, no, no, no. You, you can come to the event, obviously, for but like you didn't free, pay for free tickets, but so you just sit in the back and you're humble yourself. Mm-hmm. The, the goodie bag. Yeah. You know, I remember like the food, we had so much food. So we had all this amazing food and then they were yamming off the food. I was like, excuse me, Mm-mm. what about my actual members? Let mm-hmm. them eat. I was like, oh, what's no. going People just act. This is the thing about for an event, so it just gives me... Uh, yeah. That that would that would pay me. Do you know what? I think, that's I why think I I'd say be like, you know. Like, that's why I say when people throw events, just throw events, just to give everyone a bag of popcorn. Just pull it a day because mm. then you can't get emotionally invested. Mm. You want to steal popcorn? Okay, cool, fine. Mm. <laughs> popcorn. <laughs> Have you guys seen you on Netflix? Not what? So not season three. Is it season three? Season three. Oh, came out on, the, well, came on, on Friday. I, I mm. haven't seen it, but the only reason I started watching you is because the guy that was in it was trying to have a conversation with the girl from um, Jane's a Virgin or something. What's it? Stop. Uh, <laughs> the thing is, Jane uh, the Virgin. When it comes to pop culture, yeah. this girl would be like... Jane the Virgin. Jane the Virgin. And he was like trying to have some deep conversations like... Oh, I know about G- like, Gina Rodriguez. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's crazy how PG, everyone just gives this white man so much grace. And she and then she was like completely missing it. And then I was like... Really? What did she say? She was... You know, she's, she's mad. She's very mad. She's very problematic. She's problematic. she's mad. And so sometimes when I watch these shows, I very much watch them in a vacuum. Like I just... Look at the character I don't really mm. go behind yeah. Who the actual actress Or actor is And so because of that now Because I watched Gossip Girl But I kind of fell out of mm. Yeah and I still need to Actually watch it to the end I then started uh, No watching... you don't want to watch it to the end No yeah. but I do Because you know me And my completion right? Okay yeah. So like I then started watching you mm. And I was like Rah this guy is mad So do you get why He's talking about White men get chances up Exactly So he is right But as you know, Gina's mad. So, so that's the only reason why I started watching it. And I saw Netflix was like, you would like this. And I was going to start watching They're it. They're mad. How can they night. say that to you? <laughs> you would but, like. But however, that's because I'm always watching my murder yeah. mystery. Okay, so you're, you're no, like, just, no, you're on Jess's vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Netflix is absolutely correct. Yeah. No, but they said that the to me. Doesn't no, lie. guys, yeah, guys, guys, guys. It guys, guys, guys. It doesn't lie. I don't, I don't like that kind of stuff at all. No, and, no, and, no, and Netflix, Netflix um, suggested you to me. 
So they said yeah, to me, they, do you know what they said to me? They said, girl meets boy or boy. No. I said, you're mad. No, so I was, do, you know, do you know what Netflix used to do to me? Yeah. It used to do this thing where it make the thumbnails of all these films black. only have black people. Yes. Oh. So, that I would, so that I would watch it. And then I would be like, the black person just what? said hello. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, the same thing. I literally watched it like, I thought there's still black people in this. So I just, I, I, I just. I the just scammery. Had to, I had to transfer to Amazon Prime. And then when I came mm. back, they started acting correct. Oh, okay. Amazon yeah. Prime's um, user experience is yeah. yes. oh, it's, it's so bad. The only reason I'm on there is because I pay Hulu additional three pounds to okay. watch all How are you getting Hulu? Or is it Hey? It's Hey. Do you know what? Hey, Hulu. Is, just, is it Hey Lou? It is. I'm just no, realized. I think it's, it's Hey You. What are you it's watching hey on Hulu? You know what it is. Hey like You. What are you like watching it. on Hey You? I'm watching <coughs> all the shows. I've watched, so I've watched Real Housewives of New Jersey. Okay. From one to end. I've watched Real Housewives of New York from wow. one to end. Wow, this is on completion real, for real. Yeah, Real Housewives of Dallas from one to end. Dallas? Dallas, <laughs> yeah. It's a vibe. Did they really, cancel it though? No, they no, they didn't it. cancel it. They paused it, please. They didn't it's cancel not coming it. Back. They I just want you to know it. it's not coming back. So I was going to start watching that. No, no, one. no, no, because they, 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 they might, they might come okay. back in two, three. Then they're bringing Miami back. Miami. I never watched Miami, so the I have Miami, to start that watching one. I tried to watch Orange County, but it was mm. just too, too, too wild. Mm. Like you know, when you're just looking at the two thousands, and I can't. If it's not black people, I cannot go back that far. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. And then I'm watched. Um, obviously. Having Atlanta on tap, Potomac on tap, without having to go to mm. Mr. World Premiere. Um, mm. Married to Medicine. Married there. to Medicine. Love that. Um, you, watch, you watch Salt Lake City as well, right? I watch Salt Lake City. I watch Salt Lake City. All I want to say, please, everybody watch it because Jen Shah, boy, she's oh, going wow. to she's going to jail. She's going to she's jail. Really and Sister Mary, was it Sister Mary as Sister well? Sister Mary Clarence. <laughs> She's yeah. doing the most. I love her though. Mary, Cos- mm-hmm. uh, Cos- Mary, Mary Cosby. Cosby. And so, yeah, so those are the shows I'm on there watching. They're like trying to recommend me to like watch Kardashians and stuff. Mm. And that's just not your vibe. Mm. I just don't think, like, it's all the problematic issues aside, I just think genuinely when I used to watch them when I was younger, they are very, very, very boring. Like, mm. they are so boring. It's very scripted. What are people. Not even mm. scripted. It's just boring. Like, oh, I'm so busy. What you had to? I had to go to here, and I'm just driving in my car. And it's like I want to watch people actually doing Do things, things and having real yeah. conflict, yeah. and something is actually mm. happening, and people are act- actually talking about yeah, things. Yeah. I don't want to just watch you sitting in a room where everything's white mm. eating a salad. Like, Do you know what I hate about the Kardashians? But I used to watch it. So they used to do this thing. Like, it was the previews. Yeah. They annoyed me. So, for example, hmm. Kim's going to meet um, uh, Chloe. They're going to have an argument. Yeah. So she's on the phone. She's like, "What do you mean? What do you mean?" So they'll they will show you that about the beginning of the episode. Yeah. They go halfway to do a pause, and you see the what? Do you mean? And you think again, what does she say? Then you see the argument, and it's absolute ass. As in the <laughs> argument is Nonsense. Chloe being like, "Oh, what do you mean, Mom's presence still in transit?" Oh You're thinking, gosh. and that they do that boring. all the time. The only time they had a real fight is when Kim. That, that one was hilarious. No, but she's always slapping people. Really? Don't you remember she took the Hermes bag? You don't remember seeing it. I didn't watch it religiously. I've seen that episode. It was just a clip. The clip ended up on Twitter. Yeah, it was just Kim back in the room. And she's just laughing at her. So she slapped up. What's the oldest one? Is it Courtney? Yeah, Courtney. No, but you know what? Like, Courtney is annoying. She'd be like, I don't want to do this. This is not my lifestyle. No, no, no. And then she... I, don't I love Courtney. I can't she, lie. I she, think she's hilarious. She went to go and hit Kim. And then Mm-mm. Kim just went... Don't slap. be so rude. Slap. Wow. Slap. And then 
Chloe's obviously finding it so hilarious. And she's like, oh, stop, guys. And it's like, you're six foot 12. Yeah. So you can literally pull them apart. You can literally pull them apart, but you, you're enjoying it for the camera. Mm. And then she's, and Kim was like, I've got scars on my back. Because they don't like, the thing is, they don't like Kim. So essentially, they don't like Kim? They're not gonna, no, they don't like they don't Courtney. Like they don't like Courtney. They do like, you know what the right reason I say that? Because Kim was the favorite of, what's her name? Oh, Chris. Of Chris. But now I think her favorite is Kylie. Kylie, yeah. Kylie's like the Yeah, Kylie's her favorite. So yeah. she's very kind of open with that. So I don't think it's like, oh, you don't like her, but you know, like, resentment. It, it's like resentful. Mm. And then she's very, it appears just in her own world. Like, don't you remember, like, when she lost the diamond earrings in the sea? Oh, and yeah. And he's like, mm. the kids, there are children dying. I'm and not going to lie, though. If I lost my diamond earrings, I'll be, be crying too. No, but you losing, a di- you losing a diamond earring compared to Kim Kardashian losing okay, a diamond fair. earring Also, it's is an insurance not... scam. Because one thing they do a lot of is they, like, recreate things on purpose so that they have, like, a timeline to say, oh, this is what happened. Oh, right. So, like, if you, you are Kim Kardashian, you've lost your diamond earrings in the sea. What's the first thing you're going to do? Call the insurance company. company. Call, call the insurance mm. company. But it was... If I was insurance, I'd say, get inside that sea. And why are you wearing If it's that deep to you yeah, Why are you wearing, wearing diamond earrings, earrings? Yeah. Even me when I lose my basic studs That I order from AliExpress I'm upset Do you think I'm going to be exactly. wearing them in the sea Exactly mm. There is no way on this earth like, We've all gone in the sea We've all gone swimming You take certain things off mm. Standard It was just mm. so fake And the way she was just looking just fake That was an insurance scam mm. That is my belief Or maybe it was a gift Someone gave her And she went to get rid of it I don't know So she just said She lost it in the sea But that's an insurance scam Damn Don't you remember Like when she um Was divorcing What's his name Chris mm. What they did The, I hum- think they had, the they hum- like, Humphreys Yeah Chris Humphreys They literally re-recorded Some of these scenes So she could essentially Pretend that there were issues In the relationship Oh sure And they were, it was like When they were in Dubai So they were in like um, a Rolls Royce and it was all blacked out and stuff, but really they'd filmed it like on a parking lot, like in LA. Ah. Yeah. So what no they did was, way. yeah. So they're like trying to say, oh, when we're in Dubai, like, oh, yeah, I had problems. Like, oh, my relationship had problems. But she filmed it maybe like a week before she put the divorce papers because mm. everything is just so kind of, let's have evidence. Let's have evidence. So one, when I do randomly come across it, I literally watch it as in like, oh, yeah, they're doing this so that they can like justify why they did this. Yeah. yeah all yeah, of it yeah. is just very put together. Mm. It's not natural And I know reality TV is scripted But it's really That's too far It's too it's far just, Like if you want to break up with someone Just divorce them innit Yeah mm. I get it We don't need to know the whole thing You know what I mean It's yeah. embarrassing And you want to try to act Like he was doing problems And he was mm. doing things to you But to be as deep mm. As to go and re-record it Get a Rolls Royce Black it all out So it looks like you're in Dubai And you insert that scene When yeah. Dubai was months ago yeah. Months and months ago yeah. And this was like Five or six days mm. Before you filed for divorce yeah. I think for me Earlier programs That I used to watch Like Real House of Wives of Atlanta That first series That first season Sorry yes, There's no way That was scripted wow. When that woman Did that um, fundraiser And she didn't raise One <laughs> One penny <laughs> What was her name Was it Sean or something oh, I can't remember Deshaun And she didn't raise One freaking penny Oh no and Not it, even the camera crew Not even the camera crew There was no way That was scripted And mm. she was so boring They dropped her out The season And that's when her man Cheated on her Left, left her. her for some Latino woman <laughs> That was pregnant With twins And I was That was when I feel like Bravo fumbled the bag Because she should have Been in season two mm. There were so many things In Atlanta That were, were, mm. were not scripted I actually need to watch that Again I think season yeah. one's to three White refrigerator <laughs> We were telling our um, Publicist about that And I was showing it To her on YouTube mm. No, Is that Nini? Yeah. Oh, honey, let's go get yeah. you a home. I've seen Ooh. that on TikTok. Uh, oh, sorry, guys. We have to come to the end of the pod. Oh. I really enjoyed having you guys on. I feel like we could talk forever. Um, but we used, 
end the pod having a black excellence. Yes. So mine is um, KJ Moody. He was Beyonce's stylist for the mm. Harder They Come. Harder They Fall. Harder They Fall. I just want to say thank you, sir, because the sir Beyonce the gig, oh, was absolutely amazing. I'm praying that you get more work with her because that was sensational. It was a really good look. One of my favorite Beyonce looks. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have one. That's thing. all right, girl. Yeah. Do you guys have one? Do you want yeah, to shout out any two, black business or any? You two are doing, doing up black excellence. Yeah. Oh, black wow. Excellent. Thank you. Oh, my God. It is, it's so lovely to see, like, because I'm so into this friendship and sisterhood thing. And, like, Nathia like, and I are super close. So, and I've got, like, a sister. So, I'm very much into sister sisterhood. So, when mm. I see black girls doing things together, mm. I just get so kind of, like, it's nice. overjoyed. Mm. Because I just think it is so lovely mm. to come up with an idea you're executing with your friends so all of like your wins some of like the highs the lows and everything you guys are making something that's incredible and one thing about this podcast wherever I go people be like people yeah, talking about it wow no way yeah, like, really? honestly when we're talking about like black girlhood and that womanhood experience and all the people that kind of make us tick you guys are really doing that you've given a space to black girls out here who maybe out, out of London, you know, mm. in Manchester, in Leeds, whatever it is, and they feel so connected to other black girls. So you guys, for me, Aww. are doing up black excellence. Wow. Wow. Thank you it's so amazing. much. Thank you. Yeah. you guys, why are you surprised? It's incredible. I never what? expected I don't it. Know. Yeah. I feel fulfilled. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm proud of you I guys, feel man. fulfilled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> blood in me. Sorry. I'm dead. I love that video so much. <laughs> Um, yeah, we out. Uh, do you want to tell the people where they can find you? Yeah. Um, so you can get the book, Grown, Black Girl's Guide to Glowing Up. Um, Amazon, bookshop.org. Um, this is, is it? Book Club. Book Club. This Basically everywhere. Everywhere. Waterstones. Okay. And I just, foils. Foils. I just encourage everyone to like buy the book because hopefully this can be a gateway to have more books like this for yeah, young black girls. Do. Amen. So buy it for support. your younger sisters, cousins, nieces. You can buy it for yourself. Buy it, buy it for, yeah, yourself, buy it for as well. yourself as well. Christmas is coming. Mm. <laughs> Christmas is coming. Christmas. I can't wait for all the Christmas ads. I love Christmas ads. So I love I've been spending so some Christmas candles as well and went Yankee Candle. Oh, my days. I've been Ooh. smelling or spending on them. No, I just smelt them just to decide which one I'm going to get. Okay. But then I, I always feel bad getting a Christmas candle because the next day it's on sale. Yeah. yeah, but you know what you're meant to do: buy up the Christmas candles. When yeah, for the following year. Yeah. It's like when you meant everyone knows you should buy Christmas presents on Black Friday. Mm-hmm. You didn't know about that, yeah. okay? Well, some um, people buy Christmas presents <laughs> in um, Boxing Day sales, mm, or like yeah. in the January sales. Yeah, my I think that. that's long to hold it for. Yeah, because you don't know the person's long, like yeah. style might change. Yeah. I would have gained weight. Um, where come they? <laughs> Where can they find us, Jasmine? Um, catch us at Black Girls Living on Twitter and Instagram. My account is jazz underscore BW. You can catch me on Victor Nusi on Instagram, Victoria Sunusi on Twitter. And you can follow us on TikTok and YouTube, etc. etc. Yeah. Bye guys. Right, bye. bye. bye.